Welcome to the Songs of Note podcast, where we talk about the songs we love and the stories behind them. I'm your host, Ryan Gregg. Hey, this is Ryan. Thank you so much for joining me for this exclusive episode of the Songs of Note podcast. If you are listening to this uh, episode right now, that means you have signed up for my newsletter. So thank you so much for doing that. And, and by doing so, you're getting some exclusive content that's not available anywhere else. Um, so you you get this episode where I'm going to tell you about some of my just very, very favorite songs of all time. Uh, but also, if you go back to the email that I sent you, you can click the link uh, to the playlist on your favorite uh, platform, your, f- your favorite streaming platform, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. And then you can actually listen through the podcast. So, so for this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of talk you through uh, what what songs are on this playlist and why I like them and why I think they matter or just why I think they're good. Uh, so thank you for, for uh, being willing to to uh, listen to me talk about some music. And, you know, if you've been listening to the show for, for any amount of time, uh, I, I uh, one, I, I thank you for doing it. And two, I, I hope that, it, that we have some some level of, of trust as far as, you know, this guy doesn't maybe maybe hopefully hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm talking about music that you like. And hopefully I'm talking about um, new music maybe that you haven't heard before. So one of my favorite things is is introducing new music or new songs or new artists to my friends. And so you guys are like my friends, right? On the, on the other end of the of the speaker. So thank you for, for being willing to, to listen to me, uh, talk about some songs. And, and I hope, um, I hope I can introduce you to some new, some new songs you haven't heard before and others. You're going to be like, Ryan, I know the Beatles. Why are the Beatles on this, on this playlist? Well, it's cause I think the, the Beatles are freaking awesome. So I, I try to not load the playlist with obvious songs that, that everyone knows, but I also didn't exclude songs that I just think are awesome that you probably have heard. So that's kind of the intent. All right, so let's let's look at the, let's look at these uh, these songs. So uh, the, the the first song is "Wildflowers" uh, by Tom Petty on his album "Wildflowers." Now I did an interview with uh, Tom Petty's biographer Warren Zanes back on episode thirty nine of the podcast. And man, I, Wildflowers is just, it, it, it was shocking to me when it came out um, because it, it felt like a, such a acoustic, uh, in the moment, somebody at the top of their game, um, honest expression. And what I had come to think of Tom Petty was, was the, the rock sound, the 80s hits, you know? And so this, this song came out and was like, oh man, this is vulnerable and beautiful and it's just a classic song. When I had uh, uh, Andrew McMahon on the show um, from Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, he said that this album, Wildflowers, is, is was his number one album uh, of all time. And it's it's just a, it's a great record all the way through. Uh, Happy by the Rolling Stones is one of my favorite upbeat uh, songs. This is one that I'll put on. On, on the weekend, I try, I, I especially like to hear the stones on the weekends. It makes it feel like a weekend. Um, but anytime I put this song, it, it is, uh, it, put it, put it on. I, I just, I feel good and I love it. And this is from the exile on main street record, which I'm sure many of you know. And if you don't, it is, uh, one of their just best, best albums. Um, it, it's a ton of tracks. There's a really great documentary, um, I think it's called Stones in Exile, where they talk about 
all that the band was going through while they were recording this. They uh, basically were fleeing there where they were living to escape some tax issues. And uh, they huddled into this house and had a, a portable recording studio. And anyway, Happy is is such a fun song. And, and it's a that's a great record. Uh, Omaha by Counting Crows. Okay, we haven't done a Counting Crows episode yet. And I at least as of as of when I'm recording this now that that may have changed by the time uh, someone is hearing this, but man, County Crows are one of my favorite bands of all time, and and I think that shows. But they're on this playlist twice. In uh, their record, August and Everything After, uh, for me was just a huge uh, foundational album, not only for songwriting and creativity, but gosh, they just they hit. They took you to new emotional levels that uh, I didn't expect from a band. Uh, and so Omaha was a song that I always thought this could have been a radio song, but they were too busy playing Mr. Jones and playing the hits. But uh, this song to me is just incredible. It's just such a such a great sound. Um, it just makes me feel good. And it reminds me of, of another song that I'll talk about here in a minute. But Omaha by Kenny Crows on the August and Everything After record which man again one of my very favorites um maggie rogers i love maggie rogers and she's a a a more a a newer artist and this is her song falling water and she i went and saw her in concert pre-covid and this song just blew me away because there's there's some sometimes when you hear a song um on an album it sounds one way and then when you hear a band perform it live, it can change the way that you hear the song after you've heard it live. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. It's only happened on a few songs for me. And this is one where this song got better after hearing her live version because there was so much energy in it. And it was just, it was awesome. Uh, if you want to hear what she sounds like uh, doing this song live, she did it live on Saturday Night Live. So you can just Google that. And it's incredible. The song is Falling Water, and that is off her Heard It in a Past Life record. And I just think she's she's a great artist. Uh, the next song on the playlist is Try Not to Breathe by R.E.M. Man, you just the whole this whole episode is gonna be me going, Oh, it's so good. But it is. This song is so good. Try Not to Breathe is is the one that I was thinking is is kind of similar in tone to uh, the Cannon Crows Omaha. Uh, this is from their Automatic for the People record, which was one that came out uh, in a time when there was so much grunge music and so much loud music. And then R.E.M. You know, goes the total opposite direction using primarily acoustic instruments and just killer songs. And Try Not to Breathe is, gosh, one of my very, very favorite songs. Uh Dark fact, this is from the record Automatic for the People that was playing uh, when Kirk Cobain's body was found. So this is the, that's the time period. That would have been a current um, uh, album when that had happened. And then that leads into the Nirvana song that I've in- included on here, which is Dumb from the record In Utero. I know you think of Nirvana as like big rock band, and then they went and did MTV, MTV Unplugged. And you saw this whole acoustic side, and it was it was so cool uh, as a music fan to hear a band that you only know one way, and then they sound totally different. They sound like um, they're just so much more uh, 
the, the added, it added such a depth to my appreciation for, for the Nirvana. And this is a song, this is a simple song. If you know how to play guitar, this is like one of the most simple songs they ever did. But I think it's so catchy. And I love the drums on it. And it, it's just, it's just a, it's a perfect, uh, like sad pop song. Uh, the next song is Harvest Moon from Neil Young. Man, how good is Neil Young? Neil, you've heard me talk about, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard me talk about Neil Young um, probably a bunch of times in reference to Pearl Jam because I love Pearl Jam. Uh, but Harvest Moon was just an unexpected song. This came out uh, in the 90s. And, you know, he had done so many great records back in the 70s. And then he, he had a bunch of different styles, I guess you can say, that he tackled in the, in the 80s. And so when this one came out, it was just like, I mean, first time you hear it, you're like, that's that song's, that's that's beautiful. That's amazing. Um, but, and, then, and then a recent thing, this was in the movie, uh, what was it, Quiet Place. I don't know if you've seen that one with uh, John Krasinski. And there's this uh, episode where they're they're dancing and they have to be quiet because the monsters outside are are trying to find them or you know and, and the whole thing is that they have to be quiet and so they put they put the, the headphones on one in one ear for the one person and the other in the other ear for the other person while they dance and this is the song they dance to so that was a, a recent thing I was like whoa I love this song and that was a weird inclusion but it totally worked so uh, wake up from Arcade Fire's funeral album man if you need a pump up song this is so awesome uh my wife and i actually walked into our wedding reception to this song with that opening chord that it's it's just so fun and you know i think arcade fire is one of the best modern bands out there it is it is just a fantastic song on a on a killer record uh okay here's one that i hope you don't know i don't hope you don't know it but you might not know it, and I hope I can introduce you to it. If you like Counting Crows, this is their second appearance on the, on the playlist. And so this is the song Good Time. And I just remember playing this for one of my buddies who's a, who's a producer. And, and we were talking about, we were recording something. And, and I was like, you know, kind of like that, uh, kind of like the, good, the song Good Time by Counting Crows. He's like, oh, I don't know it. And so we, we play it, and he just cranks it, and it ends, and he's like, Oh my gosh, that was incredible! And so this song is uh, okay. So it's like kind of it's kind of a chill song, but uh, for guitar people, the thing that I think is so cool is that <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm, I'm going to make it sound like it's not cool, but it is cool. He uses a wah wah uh, in a way that you wouldn't expect in like a chill song um, that's really effective, and then it's got one of the best guitar solos. Not like, not like, but it's like a noise solo. And it's like, and, and it is great. Uh, the, the, it's, it, it is a perfectly done uh, song in my mind. And it's on the Hard Candy record. And so full disclosure, if you if you go check out the Hard Candy record and you're like, man, that Good Time song was awesome. The song that follows Good Time is like the worst Kenny Crow's intro, guitar intro of all time for me uh, so full disclosure if you listen to it on this playlist you won't have to hear that next song uh kathleen edwards is next up on the playlist and oh man she uh she just has a she has a place in my heart in my musical heart uh kathleen i got to speak with her on episode 46 of the podcast and 
it was fantastic. If you, if you haven't heard it, I don't know if you, if everyone knows her or loves her like I do, but I just, she has so many songs that are, are in my favorites list. And so this is one that, uh, this, the song on, on this playlist is Buffalo and it's the opening song of her asking for flowers record, which is so good. Uh, but I got to ask her about the song and, uh, for some reason I had it in my mind that she wrote the song in the morning. I guess it feels like, I think that's probably when I first heard the song was like driving early in the morning. And I thought this is, I bet that's when she wrote it. She actually wrote it late at night, which she said counted because it was, it would have already been morning. So she indulged me, but man, if you haven't listened to that interview, it was so fun. That was, that was really like one of the highlights of doing the, the podcast was getting to talk with her. And she started off by saying she was starting the weekend, having a glass of wine and letting less chat. And oh man, she just indulged me on all my nerdy, uh, song questions in oh that was just super fun uh the next song on the playlist is live forever from oasis you probably know this song if you don't you're welcome if you do you're like why'd this get on this playlist because it's freaking awesome live forever is one of my favorite oasis songs and i wear it out my kids are like not again and i'm like yeah you're welcome because it's so good. Uh, we did an episode on Wonderwall on the podcast back on episode 25. Oh, that's another another point. I tried to not include songs that I've already done on the podcast. Otherwise, this would be a playlist full of uh, Strawberry Fields Forever and Bring On Home to Me and, and songs that we've already covered there. So I was trying to do different songs. Now, it doesn't mean that there won't be future episodes about these songs now that I'm reminding myself how much I love them. Uh, but anyway, Oasis, Live Forever. This is from the Definitely Maybe record. And just such a great sound. Like for, for a band to have such a fully realized sound that is, it's just begging for stadiums. That's what it feels like to me. And I just love uh, Liam's vocals on it. And just the songwriting is is great. And in the, uh, the documentary on them, uh, I think it was the drummer who was talking and, and, you know, Noel Gallagher is the one who wrote the songs. And so he was like, hey, guys, I, I wrote this song and he plays them live forever. And the drummer, I think it was the drummer, drummer's like, you didn't write that. <laughs> and Noel was like, I did. And he's like, what did he say? Bollocks, you didn't write that? Uh, which I thought, man, how he knew how good it was. Like for that to be a reaction, you didn't, you couldn't have done that. You couldn't have made this thing. Yeah, I love that song. Um, okay, Bruce. Bruce Springsteen made it on. Ah, uh, man, I tell you what. I used to, I, I did not used to love Bruce, and now I just love Bruce. Uh, a friend of mine was playing uh, Bruce the other day, and, and and I could hear the music, and, and he's like, is this too loud? And I was like, nope, but if you look over and see a grown man with a tear coming out of his eye, but it's just me loving Bruce. Ah, oh, he doesn't love him. So, this uh, the song on the playlist here is Atlantic City, um, which is from his Nebraska record, which was an album that he recorded uh, at his house, almost like demos. Um, from what I remember him saying in his uh, biography was that these are just going to be song demos that he was sending out uh, to the band so that they can learn it. And then it ended up being the record. They went in a totally different direction and just released it as is which is what makes Nebraska a killer Bruce Springsteen record. If you don't know it, it's, it's all acoustic. There's no, there's no band. So it's him and uh, his guitar and, and harmonica at times. And Atlantic City is just, I can play this song over and over. It's, it's so good. And, and the band actually covered the, the song as well. 
Brett Springsteen wrote it, and it is so good. Uh, the next song in the playlist is Castles Made of Sand by Jimi Hendrix, and that's from the Axis Bold is Love album. You may have heard episode 60 on the pod- podcast where I had Jared Mankiewicz come on the show, um, and he uh, talks about um, what it was like uh, photographing Jimmy and Axis Bold is Love is just full of these beautiful, like melancholic songs. Uh, there's also some rock songs like Spanish Castle Ma- Magic and, uh, but, but like Bold is Love is the album closer just is, it's, it's chock full of, of gems. And so this is just one, uh, in Castles Made of Sand, the, as a guitar player, I mean, the, the intro is, is just magical and trying to recreate that. I mean, it's so good. Uh, you're, you're welcome for the, the little singing notes. I wish I could play the song, the songs through, through the podcast, but I'm, I'm not able to do that. So I'm singing them. Uh, but Castles Made of Sea, just a, a beautiful album after, um, their, the, the Jimmy Hendrix Experience's first album was full of big rock hits like Purple Haze and Foxy and Fire. This was the follow-up, which is a pretty cool uh, follow-up in in the the fact that it's full of uh, beautiful songs like this one that you you wouldn't expect. This is this is not a song that I would think was written with the intent intent of um, necessarily doing it concerts, uh, but it's just a fantastic album song and shows the depths of his great great songwriting. Uh, the next song on the playlist is from Paul Westerberg, and the song is High Time. Paul Westerberg was the lead singer of The Replacements, and that's a band that I just love. I love The Replacements. In in <laughs> a personal story on this song, uh, one, I've got this as the ringtone for one of my best friends. That's That shows how much I like it. Uh, and two, uh, I just remember leaving college, graduating college. It was time to be done. I was ready for... I was ready to be done with it. I was ready to move on uh, to the next portion of my life. And so I remember packing up, loading up all my stuff, getting in the car, setting my, whatever I was planning on, the CD up probably at the time. And and I queued up this song because this is, I wanted this to be my exit song. Uh, so I remember pulling onto the on-ramp, hit play, and then the, the intro to this song starts. Oh, it's so good. High time. Paul Paul Westerberg. This is from his stereo album, which is one of my favorite um singer songwriter albums of all time. It's a, it's not it's not a popular album. I'd be surprised if uh if, if many people uh, have heard it, not not because it's such a hidden thing, but it just it, it wasn't highly publicized, but man, it's full of great great songs and I just, I just love him. All right, the next one is Sam Cooke. Now, you know, I want to put bring it on home to me on this podcast, but I mean, on this playlist, but I didn't. We did episode 21 on bring it on home to me. Um, Sam Cooke song that is just one of my favorites ever. Uh, but with Sam Cooke, uh, if you remember that episode, I, I mentioned I named my son Sam in part because of Sam Cooke, because I just I just love him so much. But he's uh, he's one of those guys. I would say with most artists that I really, really love, I don't listen to just the hits. I, I listen to, I really love specific albums. So like, I'm not going to put on the Beatles number one, ones or whatever that record was of, of the hits. 
I'm going to put on Abbey Road or I'm going to put on the White Album. Um, but Sam Cooke is one of those guys that he had he had like some top, top, top notch quality songs. But then on, on his records, a lot of them were like, oh, well, it, these kind of feel like the leftover songs. Um, so he has he's somebody that I do listen to the greatest hits because I feel like they the hits are really what capture his magic. And so I was sitting in a coffee shop uh, a couple of years ago and, and, and I hear I hear his voice coming over. I was like, what? Is, what is this? And uh, it was the song I Wish You Love, which is the album opener for his his album called Mr. Soul. And oh, man, this song is just it's so good. And, it, and it's uh, it's a little whimsical. It's like some of the lyrics are a little a little cheesy but it's just it makes you feel so good so that's that's why that that song made on the playlist uh the next song on the playlist was is from bruce again and it's for the song the fever i tell you what oh, this song if you haven't heard the fever i hope you i hope you haven't heard it so you can experience it gosh this song is so killer uh I, i'm gonna give you another personal story because that's what i remember and that's probably why these songs are special because I have a special memory and you know, when you, when you connect a, a personal memory to a song, it, it, it's hard to unlock it. Right. So for me, this, I, I, back in high school, I was working at a movie theater because <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, and sometimes when you work in a movie theater, uh, you have to pop more popcorn. And so I had, I got asked to go, Hey, Hey, we're going to go make popcorn for an hour or whatever. I grabbed a Coke headed up there. There was a stereo, it was far enough away from the theater that you could crank it. So I put on the the cool local station. Uh, so I'm, I'm standing there in front of the popper. Popcorn's coming out. <laughs> at, the, at the time, looking back, maybe this wasn't the best the best move. But you, you could grab some popcorn. You could eat because it's fresh and it's hot. It's, don't judge me. It was great. Uh, so what I remember is, is uh, having fun, popping this popcorn getting a couple bites uh and then this song comes on and they're like this is a song that uh was from bruce's uh tracks record so this this was uh if i remember right this is like an outtake it wasn't released at the time don't quote me but i think that's right uh and then when i heard it, i just couldn't believe it like this this band that is playing with him is so good uh and this song is long this song is almost eight minutes long and it sounds like it would be the most fun song to play live. Anyway, so good. Next song is from Patty Griffin. And goodness gracious, I love Patty Griffin. Uh, this is from her incredible album called 1000 Kisses. And this is the song Making Pies. And I, I, I it just takes me back to college. That's when I really got into this, when this album came out. And it's just it's just great songwriting, and she's got an incredible voice. I love Patty Griffin. I think you're gonna like this song. Uh, the next song is from Elliot Smith, who, if you listen to the show, you know that I gosh, I just love Elliot Smith. He's my favorite singer songwriter. Uh, I did episode 13 on Elliot Smith with uh, his biographer William Todd Schultz, and also there was episode 23 with J.J. Gonson, who was uh, his friend and photographed him as well as Kirk Cobain. That's a, that was an interesting episode. Uh, but this song on the playlist is Baby Britain. And gosh, you know what? That was the episode title that I did on episode 13. So forgive me. I've broken my my uh, plan of not doing 
songs um, that that we'd already done episodes on. But this song is so good. It just this is like the perfect Beatles song for me. This is off of his EXO record. Uh, the, really, the the songs that I got into Elliot Smith on were were really off of uh, either or the album they did right before this. Those are like Angelus and Gosh, Say Yes. So many. That, gosh, that whole album is. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, but this song I really love because either or uh, was Elliot Smith doing like taking home production or lo-fi production to the utmost, to the, to the top that I think it could probably be done with double track vocals, incredible songwriting, killer guitar playing. He did the whole thing. And then he got this big record deal and he gets into the studio and he has access to all these instruments and gear and it goes crazy, and this sound just totally changed in in the best way possible. And so for me, Baby Britain was always such a surprising song to go from the guy doing uh, acoustic songs with barely a band to something like this that sounds like legitimately the Beatles could have put out. I think it's that good. Uh, anyway, I just love Baby uh, Baby Britain. I put uh, anytime we have like friends over somehow, and I try to work an Ellie Smith song onto a playlist. This is usually the one I do. Uh, the next song you probably know this one. It's Led Zeppelin. It's the Rover. I don't know if you know it. It feels like one that that uh, as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, I've heard that. But it, I feel like it's not on like the greatest hits albums, and it is like the most killer guitar riff. Uh, burnt, oh, I'm not can't can't play because. I'm not going to sing it either, but uh, it is just, it's one of my favorite guitar riffs of all time in the, you know, I'm, I'm a guitar player and uh, I'm sure some of you are uh, as well. But the interesting thing about Zeppelin guitar riffs, so many of them include just a little bend in the notes. And when you bend, like for people that aren't guitar players, when you take the string and you bend it a little bit, it gives it just a little bit of attitude and, and can do really cool things with it. And this riff is full of it. It's like every note is bent. And so uh, it's just a, it's from their physical graffiti double album, which is just a really, really uh, interesting record. Not, not chock full of, of songs that, that were on the radio, but, but a great, a great album nonetheless. Uh, okay. The next song is Hummingbird from Wilco. And this is on their Ghost is Born album. Uh, I think Wilco is one of the best modern bands as well, along with Arcade Fire, like I said earlier. Uh, I did an episode on them in episode seven with Greg Cott. from. Uh, he was with the Chicago Tribune, and we talked about uh, Yankee, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot being one of my favorite albums. And this is on the album after Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. And this is just the, the, the style of the song makes you feel good. It's got the good piano kind of feel to it. Uh, upbeat. And... I remember when A Ghost is Born came out, I was disappointed in it um, because, gosh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot just blew me away, and I don't think anything could have met my expectations. Uh, so when it first came out, I was like, ah, uh, that was okay. And now, the more I've listened to it, the higher and higher that album gets in my book. Um, they just had, they, they made unique choices on production and uh, sound choices and it just it feels like a classic album um and i i think that this song is is them at at one of their best moments it's just so good so that's the wilco song hummingbird all right the next song is from charles bradley 
Gosh, I love Charles Bradley. Uh, episode 12 on the podcast I did uh, with one of Charles Bradley's producers. Charles Bradley, if you have not heard of him, he was a guy who, uh, I, I, don't, I, I think this is right, he um, would do like James Brown covers back in the day, and he had always wanted to be in his own band, um, but I, I don't think it ever happened for him until late in life. And so he got connected, uh, this would have been in the in the past 10 years or so, uh, got connected with some musicians, younger guys in New York, and, and they were like, they were playing kind of soul music um, that, that sounded new, and they asked him to come to come sing. And uh, I'm, I don't want to I want to mess up the history, so that, that's about as much as I remember, ex- except for the fact that his his voice is just incredible. And then he was able to write songs, write write lyrics and vocals over these songs that this uh, band in New York had music for. And they were able to quickly come together and make this thing happen. And so this uh, this is off of his No Time for Dreaming um, album. And the song is Heartaches and Pain. And this song is about his brother dying and him finding out about it. And it is the most joyous song with the saddest uh, message. And the combination just feels like it's, it's, it, it feels, I love the way it makes me feel. I can't say that it's happy and sad. It's just somewhere in the middle. And sometimes that's the best place um, that a song can make you feel. And that's why I ended up on this on this playlist. Uh, the Needle in the, in the Damage Done from Neil Young is on here as well. Gosh, what a killer song uh, from his Harvest album. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. It's, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Uh, the next song is Coney Island from Death Cab for Cutie. Death Cab is a great modern band that uh, uses real different um, techniques for songwriting. Like they're not like a typical first chorus, first chorus type band. At least I don't think of them as, as that. Uh, and I just I, I think that they do some really unique instrumentation and songwriting choices and lyrical choices. And this is from their album, the Photo Album, that came out uh, really before they. They got huge, uh, and it's just a chill song, and I love the feel of it. Love how it makes you feel. Uh, I one time put this song on repeat for an hour on my headphones, and it made me feel good. So that's why this song made it on here. Uh, getting close to the end here. The next song is from Phoebe Bridgers, and the, it is the song I See You from her Punisher record, which was my pick for album of the year. Um, in, uh, in the past, in, in the, uh, the episode 44 was what I did an interview, uh, about that being my favorite album of that year. But gosh, this, this is, uh, this is just one of many, many great so- songs on her Punisher album. Uh, but I love the mood and the way she could make you feel in, in her lyrical choices and the instrumentation is just so good. Uh, all right. Three more songs. For No One by the Beatles. Oh, man. This is the best, saddest. Not well, That's not the saddest Beatles song. Julia might be, oh, in my life, too. That's a good one. I'm saying sad, not like sad, sad, but just how it makes you feel. For No One is is one of my top Beatles songs ever. And uh, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything about it other than it's incredible. It's from the Revolver album. I've done a bunch of episodes on uh, the Beatles, and I just... Love that song. 
Uh, the next to last song on the playlist is Coming Home by Leon Bridges. Uh, Leon Bridges is a, a Fort Worth guy, and I, I'm in the Dallas area. And the, he, I love him because uh, this song particularly, it sounds like it could have been released in like 1969, uh, but it's current. And then I also love that his his releases after this Coming Home record, um, his sound just continues to change. And he's just got a great voice. And I love the way this this song makes me feel. Uh, and the last song in the playlist is from Lord Huron, that is a band that I just think the world of. I love them. This is from their album Lonesome Dreams. They, this is actually the bonus track, which... Uh, kind of surprised me that they put this as the bonus track for me thinking it's one of my favorite songs they ever did um and it's called the stranger and so i if you know this or not I, well i hope i hope you don't know it because i hope i can help introduce you to the band or to the song at least if you like this song from them you'll love you'll love that band because they have they've got it a, a, a record that came out recently uh and just killer songwriting it almost sounds like uh it's almost like country western uh, guitar, like from the fifties or something is what it makes me think of. But like the, the sound of the band is very modern. Uh, I got to see them in concert a couple of years ago and, uh, just a great, great band. And that concludes that our episode on, uh, 27 songs, um, that it's an exclusive, uh, playlist for you. Uh, thanks for listening through with me while I rambled on my, my, my thoughts and feelings on some of these songs and, I hope that uh, you like them. I hope that uh, they bring some enjoyment into your life. Uh, if if you hadn't heard any of these songs before and then you end up loving one, I would love to know about it. You can you can reach me. You can email me, ryan at thesongsofnote.com uh, or you know on Instagram or wherever. I'm on Instagram at songsofnote. Um, but I hope that um, I hope that some of these songs will be new for you. I'm sure that you know some of them already. And either way, I just appreciate you uh, listening to this episode and being willing to listen to me uh, talk about why I love some of these songs. So thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Songs of Note podcast. Be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.